small group of soldiers and volunteers defend a San Antonio mission. A traveling salesman tries selling religion. A young artist attempts to escape his hometown and overbearing mother. A family of transient workers try to put down stakes. And a loaned-out room leads to unexpected complications for C.C. Baxter. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 1960. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to the apartment, Billy Wilder. Hi, I'm adjusting you because you came, you were a little hot. Came in a little hot? You were a little hot there. Well, there's nothing hotter than the year 1960 (laughs) in film. It's very interesting to hear you read, I guess, ostensibly what these movies are about. Because I I didn't pick up on it. I didn't get a lot of that, if I'm being honest. Um, Can we bring in our guests right off the bat? I don't have anything to say. So our guest this week is um, actress, writer, um, Alexandra Hendrickson. And Alexandra, who hurt you to make you choose 1960? <laughs> I am so sorry. I, it's because I had never seen The Apartment. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I have always wanted to watch that movie. Alex, that's just one movie. There's, you could just do that on your own time yeah. and not make the rest of us watch fucking sons and lovers like thanks how for that how dare they how dare they how, <laughs> make da- that movie. how dare they make that movie oh um, um i feel like the theme of this year was like a lot of like a lot of rapey men like a lot of men mm-hmm. who like wanted it and yeah. as, as we're talking we've spoken about this we're th- we're recording this the morning that elizabeth warren has dropped out of the presidential race uh-huh. yes i'm a bit out on men at the moment I felt like watching these movies, I was like, oh, I understand Donald Trump better. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand the Make America Great Again mm-hmm. 1960 world, mm-hmm. where it's a bunch of men fighting their own idea of what life is yep. mm-hmm. and causing causing chaos for everyone around and them. just these bitches that just won't <sighs> do what they're asked to do. Like, just yeah. do the thing that I want you to do. Yeah. Must be so frustrating. You know who... Um, I mean, we can just dive right into it, but you know who would have been a huge Donald Trump supporter is John Wayne. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. He would have been. So basically the whole campaign for the Alamo, which really did not figure into the 1960 award picture at all until the Oscars, was John Wayne being like, support America, support Support this patriotism that Americans, by the way, not Americans, for the most part, Texas was not a part of the United States, mm-hmm. um, showed Still vote, for the, vote for the Alamo <laughs> or you're not a patriot. He really said that? I think that yeah. like, basically they put out a newspaper thing that said, that was be their, a patriot, that vote was for their the ad Alamo. Campaign. Yeah. I, I wow. did see that. And I saw that then he got pissed because one of the guys, he was campaigning for like supporting actor or something. And he was like... Uh-huh. This guy put out like his own yeah, thing. Saying... Uh, I, I worked. I I I fought harder than I'm going to fight harder than the to get this Oscar than the Texans fought at the Alamo. <laughs> yeah, he did not end up getting a nomination. No, I think he did get a nomination, but he didn't win. And a lot of people thought he actually would maybe win going in. And they were like, "This campaign totally backfired." Shot himself like, in you, the foot. There. You blew it. Yeah, I just it was less for me a movie about uh, people defending the Alamo and more about mm-hmm. antics. 
Uh-huh. Like just yeah. like a lot of like the 1960s were full of like antics. antics. Like <laughs> isn't that isn't what a crazy what what is this situation it's I find like the myself in? First half of most of the movies were like isn't this kind of a weird sort of experience for everyone? And then it was like, and death, you know, I was just like, I was like, this isn't making me laugh. I am bored out of my mind. I will keep watching it because I promised you guys I would. Promised. <laughs> well, we, we talked about this before. There's like, there, the, the, there's like a transition, like these are like the six, like 1960, 1970, 60, 61, 70, yeah. 71, whatever, 80, 81. It's like a weird transition between like decades, mm. and um, I guess the fifties must have sucked <laughs> <laughs> because this, these movies blew for the most part. Um, this movie's interesting because like the first twenty minutes, it does seem like it's going to be sort of your standard issue war movie. Are we talking and, about the Alamo at this point? Yes. Okay. We're into the Alamo. We're into the Alamo. John um, Wayne, which I grew up in Texas, so we s- take Texas history like twice throughout the course of our 12 years of schooling. So we spent a lot of time on the Alamo. Um, The craziest thing, well, I'll get into the craziest thing. Did you ever go to the basement in the Alamo? I did not. Could not find Pee Wee's bike. Um, I have been to the Alamo, though. Do you get it? (laughs) You really have been? You have? What was it like? It's like a, I mean, it's like any mission, except you go on a tour and they talk about what happened at the Alamo. Like, it's like if you go to any mission in California, they all look the same. Their bodies? Yes. Um, <laughs> they cleaned up. Yeah, yeah. Just Jim Bowie's just still lying there with his knife, and that's how you know it's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that must be Jim Bowie. I can tell by your knife, like on the cirrhosis of the liver. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the first, so like the first twenty minutes of this movie, it's like, oh, it's gonna be like a standard telling of the Alamo, and then. John Wayne comes in and all of a sudden it's mm-hmm. like you directed this movie and now it's a completely different movie because you're on screen. Yeah. Like Yeah. He he really he gave himself quite a nice little role there and like the the peacemaker role or whatever. Which apparently he actually did not originally want to be in the film. He couldn't get the financing unless he was also in it. Mm-hmm. He wanted to just direct it. I just I, I, this is the type of movie that I hate. I hate this movie. And number one, because it's literally three hours long, almost three hours long. And a total sausage fest. I mm-hmm. hate that too. Um, and Don't forget about the woman who makes her husband stay and die at the Alamo, though. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fine. That was... I Who's mean, like, I need, to, right? I need to go. My blind wife needs me. And she's like, no, you will stay and you will die. <laughs> That's what you said to Maddie this morning, though. You right? will After. stay. <laughs> you will die. Truly, if he winds up, if he winds up dead, and there's just like a a, a Warren sticker over, yeah. <laughs> I've suffocated him with a Warren sticker. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I also found that like this is a movie about like a big battle. You, there's not a lot of battle. No, Mm-mm. not till the very not end. not till the yeah. real end. There is that song in the cantina though for oh yeah <laughs> for <laughs> no reason other than perhaps they were like. And we you learned like how to spell cantina. Yeah, that no. was that was tough. Yeah, John Wayne definitely. My grandfather loves John Wayne, mm-hmm. and sure. he has recently come out as a big Trump guy. My oh. grandfather. So congratulations to him. Yeah, it all it all makes sense yeah. now. I had never watched a movie with John Wayne, and I will say that my lizard brain was like woof. <laughs> hey Johnny, <laughs> hey Johnny Dubs. Like it just like I'm like oh. 
I have an idea of who you are mm-hmm. because I've seen comedians pretend to be you in sketches. You, you mean every of, Robin Williams film? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, did you think of Nathan Lane in The Birdcage? Because I mean, that yes. is. But truly, watching it, I'm like, that is very Nathan. Like, they are sort of the same. Yeah. It's very weird. But I was like, oh, but with like a six foot tall refrigerator of a man doing yes. it, now I'm a little sexually confused. No. I, cowboy hat's off to you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but then, no, but he was wearing that stupid, that stupid that raccoon. stupid raccoon. And I kept thinking, it must it's be so hot. a skin cap, and that's what Davy Crockett is <laughs> known know, for. But like, you're fighting in the Alamo. It's... Texas, it's hot. Yeah. Why would you be wearing this hat? It's like a bean. It's like I don't understand the purpose it serves in a warm climate. Makes him look. It was March, which again I know from my history of uh, Texas. Okay, Um, was Davy Crockett at the Alamo? Yes, he was. Oh, Mm -hmm. they didn't make that up. So he and here's the other. Here's the other thing. When I when I was watching, I was like, (gasps) sorry, what? Oh, um, (laughs) I was like, John Wayne's probably way too old for this. But Davy Crockett was like. I think he was like 60 when he was at the Alamo, what which did, also yeah, surprised me. Stuff. So, what did he do, Davey? He was born on a mountaintop in Tennessee. Frontier—that's all I know. He was born on a mountaintop in Tennessee. Wait, like the top green estate and the man <laughs> in the land of the free. Something new every tree killed him a bar when he was only three. Oh, is a bar a bear? Um, in Tennessee, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, he was a congressman. He was a uh-huh. he was a congressman in Tennessee. Oh, yeah, he. Probably killed a bunch of Native Americans. Yeah, like, I'm sure. see, I'm from the Northeast, so we don't get any of that. No, we just no, do. Talk about we just Sam do the Adams Revolutionary War and Sam Adams and uh, Paul Revere, one of by one of by, by land, two, two by sea. We do that shit. Yeah, but we don't do Southern stuff. Um, I do declare I do not know anything about the Alamo. <laughs> no, it was actually good. It actually good. Like, good. Like one that? thing that was interesting is like they would just have random moments that I was like, I bet this meant nothing to most people unless you took Texas history classes. Where at one point some guy's name is goes, yeah, I'm Jim Bonham, who was like the fifth most important person like in the history of the Alamo, and then he, I don't think he ever comes back in the movie. <laughs> but it's like, well, I know who Jim Bonham is from. <laughs> So you love this movie. This yeah, is like, I don't love this movie. movie. And let seen. me tell you my biggest problem with not only this movie, but Why the remake. Why are you wearing remake. that t-shirt then that says, cool, I love the Alamo? skin hat. Yeah. My, this, this Sasha Velour t-shirt that I'm wearing. Um, John Wayne would hate that. So <laughs> this, was, this was my problem. I had never seen this. I'd seen the remake of the Alamo with Patrick right. Wilson and Billy Bob Thornton. Who did Billy Bob Thornton play? He was Davy Crockett. Okay. Oh. Who was Patrick Wilson? He was Colonel Travis. Okay. Mm. That Real. guy can maybe get also it. Also, Colonel Travis can get it. <laughs> I did. I wrote down that note. I was like, Colonel Travis can get it. Okay, great. <laughs> what is... But if you want him, then I'll take John oh, Wayne. Oh, that's so Let's nice. Let's pretend we're in high school or yeah. middle school where it's like, well, only one of us can love Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio yeah. so. Because one of us is definitely going to marry him. Right. What a terrible double date that would be. Oh, you know? we've also aged He's out. A, yeah, we're, oh, well, we're, we're gone. <laughs> Colonel <laughs> Travis, what a stick in the mud that guy was. Right. Um, He's a bit of a bummer. He's, yeah. Also, that actor, uh, British and very clearly British, and yes. guess what, Colonel Travis, not British. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to look weird... it up. I had to look it up. I was like, maybe he, he I was mean, British. It's like the mid, like early to mid eighteen hundreds. He still could have come yeah. from England, and then it was like born in South Carolina. I was like, oh, okay, well, okay, they just fucked this up. That's kind of part of the nineteen sixties too, right? It's like, are we still doing mid Atlantic? Like everyone yeah. seems yeah. a little British. Yeah. Yes. But some are not. Some are it's that, very American. Some are very British. Very some British. Are somewhere in between. Yeah. It's that type mm-hmm. of acting where they're like, because I, I just think it's not even an accent. It just, it's like 
this is my acting voice mm-hmm. or what and I'm all, and it just is you know as somebody who comes from a more naturalistic place sure so, <laughs> <laughs> that was a perfect response I'm gonna end I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there okay so anyway here's my biggest problem with both Alamo movies okay in school and who knows this could also be apocryphal we are taught that when it was very clear that Goliad which was where the basically the troops were coming through, there was also a massacre at Goliad before the Alamo. So basically all the troops that were coming to join at the right, Alamo right, 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 right. were wiped out by got, the Mexican they army. They got dead. So that when it was clear it was going to be like these 130 guys against thousands of members of the Mexican army, that Colonel Travis went out, and this is shown in this movie, basically said, you can leave if you want to. But the story is that he literally drew a line in the sand with his sword. Right. And everyone crossed over saying they were going to stay, including Jim Bowie, who, by the way, was bedridden at this point with, like, dying anyway of, like, liver disease or something, Mm -hmm. but was still at the Alamo, and they carried his bed across the line. This is not dramatized in either of the movies of the Alamo. It's like, even if it didn't actually happen, it's taught in Texas history classes, and it's the most movie moment in the entire world, so why are you not putting it in your movie? I didn't even think about that. I, (laughs) when you're telling that story, I was like, oh yeah, I know that story, and it didn't even occur to me, because I probably wasn't paying attention for most of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's not in the movie. No. Why wouldn't you do that? It's crazy to me. Why wouldn't you do that? I don't know. It'd be the only good moment in the whole movie. (laughs) That's it, because then the rest yeah. of it is just they get overrun and everybody dies. Well, well there's that great moment, though, when um, they f- when Bowie frees his slave and then his slave decides to oh. stay and die with him. Oh, I yeah. was yeah. so yeah. upset. Yeah, that was, was... I think yeah, I screamed, fuck you, movie. <laughs> <laughs> Although that guy, what a, one of the lucky few, that guy and one guy in the apartment uh, who said, like, here you go, or something. Mm-hmm. Those are the two... Lines from people of color. Um, yeah, that's that's weird that they wouldn't do that. This movie is so boring. Would you say that mm-hmm. if we just isolated Davy Crockett's monologues in this movie, it would still be an hour and twenty five minute movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just what I liked. Okay, what I did like about it. Okay, uh-huh. let's. Oh yeah, let's get into the positive. The positive of it was. In a time where the war movies that we watch now, there's just so much CGI, all that kind of stuff. What I did uh-huh. appreciate about this was I was like, look at the number of extras. Look at the, yeah. like, you can't fake that stuff. And I was just like, oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, like, it, not enough to watch a three-hour movie. Turns but like, out, though, that CGI makes things maybe better. I mean... <laughs> But I was like, look at all these people getting paid. Yeah. They're calling their mom. They're like, hey, I was on a movie hey, set today. No. Like, yeah. I don't know. John Wayne. I you're, I think you're right. I think there's something they to be built said. A whole... The impressiveness of having to build something. Yeah. yeah. And they to... built that whole set, like, in another area not far from Texas. And it was around for a long time. And, like, mm-hmm. you go visit it. It's no longer there now. But I just, I you know, we talk about John Wayne. So, because so, it's, he is this whole movie. This is only the second John Wayne movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I saw this. I watched The Searchers in college for a film class, mm-hmm. and um, I get the movie starness of him. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about it, mm-hmm. like I I get that he's a movie star, mm-hmm. but again, it's like you would think he would know 
better, I guess. Like, I guess this is just a passion. Like, this is what happens when people that are, you need to stay in your lane. And I realize I'm speaking to a actress writer. (laughs) Right, right, right. And I, honestly, Alex, this is an intervention. You need to stay, you need to pick a fucking lane. lane. (laughs) Elizabeth Warren lost. We can't have nice things. You can't have it all. You can have, you can have maybe one thing. Maybe one thing. You're a woman. Go back to school. Go Great. Calm down. And Have you thought of a wife? <laughs> yes, perfect. Yeah. To learn how to do that. I'm yeah. gonna learn. I'm gonna go to home ec. I'm yeah. gonna get a degree in home ec. Um, yeah, I just don't. I I, I just feel like it, because it's like maybe because it's a passion project or whatever. Like I get his movie's dardomness of it, and I and I I can appreciate to quote Ramona Singer in the new Real Housewives of New York trailer. <laughs> I appreciate the spectacle, mm-hmm. but I am just like this doth not a good movie mm-hmm. make. That was a that was one of Colonel Travis's lines, I think, in in the. I appreciate your work, <laughs> Colonel Crockett. Ooh, that's honestly. I mean, that's really good. Actually, really, yeah. that's nice, and, that's, and that is pleasing to my ears. Yeah, is that what B? Wait, not BDSM. Is that what? Uh, <laughs> that's what BDSM is like. Yes, A- ASMR. Now, ASMR. <laughs> See, I take less. We have fun here. I'm like John Wayne. Make it. Make it. I'm sure there are little kids. Like make that movie. How dare you, Oscars? How dare you? How dare you nominate this movie? How yeah. dare That's you nominate issue. this movie? Um, before we move on, I just want to point out the entire, maybe the roughest part of the movie for me is when um, Jim Bowie finds out his wife has died. And it's like just the most overwrought acting in the entire oh, world. Yeah. And then Colonel Travis comes in and he's being a dick and then he has to apologize and his intonation doesn't change the entire scene. And, I hate this movie. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> so it wasn't, it didn't, it did like this, it was a surprise that got nominated for Best Picture, basically. I don't know if it was a surprise because it was John Wayne. It basically, I feel like, I'm trying to think who John Wayne would be now. And to me, Clint it seems Eastwood. like, I mm. guess it was Clint Eastwood, maybe. What it feels more like would be like in 20 years if The Rock decided he wanted to direct a movie. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense, I And guess. people nominated it because The Rock had made Two hundred billion dollars for the John industry, Wayne, but John Wayne was in movies that were good, like us. Like I mean, he was in John Ford movies yeah. and stuff. What are you like saying he, about Jumanji, <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. You movie. know what? You're totally right. I totally, I take it back. And I have, have I seen Hobbs and Shaw not once but twice? Yes. So you have. I love those movies. I like you so much. <laughs> <laughs> He's a delight. He is a delight. No. He can. Get it also. He can 100% get it. But yes, it was not a movie that was like Mm -mm. nominated for like a bunch of Golden Globes and then everyone was like, it's definitely going to nominate for the Academy Awards also. I mean, do you have a section of this podcast where you say, why wasn't Spartacus nominated We're going to We'll we'll get into it at the end. Bitch, Um, don't jump the gun. I am so sorry. Our second film, (laughs) our second nominated film, Elmer Gantry. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I liked it. Me too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I think when you look at, and we'll obviously we'll get into the apartment last because it won, but I feel like none of these other four movies have truly like stood the test of time. I think people know of the Alamo. I don't think Elmer Gantry super exists. I think the other two are completely forgotten. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but yeah, this is fine. Yeah. It's too long. Oh yeah. Yeah. Need some edits. Needs we need to do some cuts. Some Bert hot. Lancaster sounds too much like Dick Van Dyke in it. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. He, he does have a great voice though. No, he guy. does. And yeah. so does Dick Van Dyke. It's just if I would look away for a second and be like, is Dick Van Dyke? Oh, no, it's, <laughs> nope. it's Bert Lancaster. Bert Lancaster. Also, Bert Lancaster. 
can get can it. Can get it. Can get it. There was a moment when he I had seduces. a sex dream about him oh. last night. I am. I should not share, but no, I was do like, it. I watched this We're movie. Here. It was the last movie I watched. I mm. fell asleep. I was like. I woke up. I Moonlight woke up. Graham was on top of me. <laughs> but I was just like, it was. It was just nice. And I was just like, oh, hello. And I'm usually, not into, I'm usually not into blondes, but I was like, I know, all right. right. There's that point where he's seducing Sister Sharon, mm-hmm. right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like in the Sister car. Sister Sharon Falconer. Sister Sharon Falconer. And I was like, here for it. Because like, there's a lot. Like, I felt a stirring in my life. Sexually lungs. at this time in films as a film sexologist, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of smashing of faces together. Yeah. That's there's how they of, kiss. Like, that's how they kiss. It's like, kiss, kiss. And then. You can hear someone being like, really go for it. And they just smash their yeah. mouths oh, we're, together. We're gonna, I have a specific note about that, about the next movie. We're right? talk about. <laughs> we're <just> like, <laughs> but like him, you're like, I think you're actually kissing her instead yeah. of just smashing her. Yeah, and that's, that's probably why he felt like, he yeah, so he, exactly. Yeah. He felt, he, it seemed better. Yeah, yeah. he felt better than but, everybody else. And also I really enjoyed his performance. I enjoyed yeah. the performances. He won Best Actor. I, I agree with that. I agree. He was, or... All right, I, I'm not mad about it. He, I thought he was great. I, I love Shirley Jones. Mm-hmm. She won Best Supporting Actress. And she she's was a delight. Phenomenal. She was phenomenal. I loved her. I want her hair. Me too. It was so pretty. And she would like, and it would like come down, and mm-hmm. it would be like a little bit, like it was like a little bit of a mullet. It was a little party, yeah, party in the back, yeah, and a little business like in a the shack. front. Yeah. yeah, I was here for it. Um, yeah, I thought this, and I liked, I liked, uh, the girl, I, I thought mm-hmm. that they all had good, um, they all had good, uh, chemistry. And I think what was interesting too, was it took me a while. It was more nuanced than I was expecting mm-hmm. because I, for a long time I was like, do, are they really believers? Right. Mm-hmm. Like it was, there was that disclaimer in the beginning, right? Of yep. this movie that was like, yes, which was strange. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. Well, I looked up what is a revivalist, which I can't describe still. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> well, so, so you can look it up yourself. That's R-E-V-I. Uh, I, I thought that th- that was that it was interesting co- coming into w- knowing that, okay, this is going to be, cause I didn't know anything about it and going like, okay, they're almost like making excuses for religion, which I guess, I don't know, in 1960s, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, I think I'm just interested. Th- there's a lot of through lines throughout all of these movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, horny men for yep. one, yes, yes, yes. but also like, it's weird looking back. This is now 1960. What? This is 60 years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting how many of these movies, uh, so casually reference God. Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie is about religion, right? but all the rest of them are very casually are just people talking to God, praying to God, you know, well, God, God will help us with this or whatever. And it's, to my 2020 uh, atheist ears, it is very um, not not jarring, but it, it sticks out like which in an interesting way. And so to read this disclaimer and then kind of see this movie where they yes they are it is about religion, but they're not religious per se, but they're also not not religious. Right. Like Sharon is a. She's not a zealot, but she is like a, she is like a true believer. Yeah. But Elmer, it was, his, his motivations were interesting to me the entire time. I couldn't quite make 
it took me a while to make heads or tails of them, and I'm wondering what you guys thought, if you, if you agreed with that. I think my favorite part... We can do spoilers on this, right? We're talking mm-hmm. about movies. Yeah, this movie is from 60 years ago. By so. now. You guys haven't seen it. Spo- but spoilers. Spoilers. I've been holding on to that. <laughs> no. I'm waiting yeah. for the right time to watch Elmer Gantry. <laughs> so I really loved um, the moment where Sharon Falconer... So Elmer Gantry is this uh, traveling salesman, sort of huckster, you yeah. know, great at speak, speaking and, yeah. and winning you over and selling mm-hmm. you on stuff. And he finds this sort of life in this revivalist church and is wooing the main lady, Sharon Falconer, that's really set up as this like virginal, you know, I not idea of a woman, but just like this kind of perfect... Uh, revivalist sister that is bringing everyone. She's the good, she's the good Madonna to, yeah. to the, Lulu's whore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But then the two women types. Yeah, exactly. The, that's it. Those Only the, those two. That's what I'm going to learn about when I go get my degree. I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> Will but, you be a Madonna or a whore? <laughs> so, but what I loved was they, he finally like seduces her under the church that she has built with like this cross, this like light up cross that's circling around. And she reveals that she actually was born a different person. Mm -hmm. And this kind of theme of the movie is who are you to speak for God? Mm -hmm. You know? And she was like, I have created who I am. So you realize that they're actually perfect for each other because, but their motivations, like you said, are different. And so at the end, when the freaking church burns down after she's created a miracle and the whole thing burns down, then he speaks and is like, and she dies and he's like, sister Sharon would want you all to keep going. But then he walks away from the mm-hmm. church. I was like, Oh, I love this. ending. I, I love the I ending. I loved it. Yeah. 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 And, he, and he quotes the, and he quotes the Bible. Mm-hmm. I, we, I, when I became a man, I put away childish things. Yeah. And then it's such a, it's such a crazy like twist. Cause you're watching and you're like, well, I wonder how this, like, how this is going to end. Are they going to, and then it's like, Oh, with a flaming inferno. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where she, it seemed like she wanted people to stay because she had begun to believe that was like we talked. She she made herself into this new person, yeah. And she that was the moment where she believed she was divine, right? She like this was she went full zealot, yeah. yeah. She went full she went full crazy, but only after she cured a guy of hearing loss, yeah. like like right. which I said is this that, miracle, and then. That and was it, real, right? Yeah, I think everyone was like, "Wow, this is a real miracle," and yeah. he still walked away from the church because yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Hey, they're just gonna build a bigger tent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what was that guy's name? Elmer Bill. Gantry. Oh, Bill. At the end, that's oh, like the Homer, Stick around. Yeah. We'll get a bigger tent. <laughs> I was like, "Come up, Bill." Bill. Bill. It's, it's over. over. No. It's o- walk away from the party, Bill. It's S- done. Sister Sharon died fourteen hours ago, yeah. Bill. She burnt up. Yeah. And she burnt up. She burnt to a crisp. The only thing that was left was her Bible. Guys, yeah. that is dark. Only it's God's dark. only God's, only God's word. word remains. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this is an. Uh, uh, I, I liked this study of as coming from a non-religious perspective. I yeah. like this study of religion. Yeah. And they were all very. All the performances were, as opposed to comparing it to like the performances in the Alamo right these felt like real lived in yeah. people and not just caricatures yeah. Yeah. even though a lot of the stuff that Burt Lancaster was doing was mm-hmm. over the top yeah. his laugh was so maniacal oh my God. at points I was like are you okay you were gonna have a hernia do I love the, I actually really like that scene where they're talking to all the other preachers yes mm-hmm. like the council trying to convince them yeah to um, let them in it actually sort of reminded me of like 
like we've talked about it before, but like a network. Yeah. When they're like, well, let's talk about killing this. Like this, yeah. like, oh, this, the shadowy cabal that like yeah. mm-hmm. rules this area. I just kept looking at him and thinking like, you've made a choice that this part of your character leads from the teeth. <laughs> like, you know, like in, in anyone that's been in acting class, it's yes. like you, you do this thing where you walk yeah. around the room. It's like, where are you leading, are you leading from? from? Is like it your chest? heart? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is it your hips? And he's like, mm. Teeth. Teeth. <laughs> I want to be all teeth. He was so toothy. But it was it a cool choice. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, this work, like, th- th- this is, this feels right for that character. Yeah, to for just sure. be, like, kind of like a smarmy little motherfucker. Should, mm-hmm. should we bring back um, Traveling Salesman? <laughs> I think we're about to. Yeah. We are about to go. When the economy. Yeah, I was going to say, no. we're going back into the end yeah. times. Um, um, that's the true, that's the true, that, true. Guys. Uh, that's the true, true. She had a plan for she everything. Had a plan for she it. had a plan for everything. Um, I like that it said that Elizabeth somebody Warren, said the sister Sharon Falconer. Sister Sharon Falconer yeah. is she, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, I like that um, somebody I wrote down. Even Jesus drank wine. Oh, that I don't was know a good why. line. I just thought that was a mm-hmm. good line. Um, I will say what well, I'm just other fun things. Oh my god, I I am only halfway through. Too long. It is too long. <laughs> it's too long. They almost have black people speak in this, but then. They had them singing when they yeah. joined their choir. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, that's it. <laughs> Thank you. You guys can go home for the day. But um, I think like, yeah, just talking about what you were talking about where it's like, here's this. What I will say, I also appreciate it because if you hadn't asked me to do this, I would never have watched any of these movies. Sure. Oh, oh, you wouldn't? I mean, you didn't <laughs> just have a... Uh, Sons of Lovers. Um, you were yeah. like, oh, I have been meaning to watch the Sundowners for so long. I love Australian Shepherds. <laughs> but I will say that like, I, I blame my own attention span a lot for yes. this too. You know, where I'm like, if I was... If I didn't have my phone to even look at right now while this was playing, would I be more invested and interested? And what I liked about this movie also, probably because it was based on the book by Sinclair Lewis, is like so many films that I watch now are so save the cat. And I feel like I know where they're going or I know what the, you know, like, and these, I was like, I didn't see that coming because it isn't essential to the story, but I liked this, you know, coming back to it. And I wish... That's a very interesting, you know? Yeah, that's a very interesting point that they are, even movies that I really like, um, and I don't, I almost don't fault them for it. Yeah. They follow that. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's very like, and then there's the dark night of the soul and then it comes back around and then, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. There can be a twist at the end, but it's very, you figured, you figured it out. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah was, Alex texted me and was like, "What the fuck? We the Alamo was lost." <laughs> I did not see that coming. They she's, all died. She's Craig. Learned, she has learned so many things. Yeah. You guys, she's learned so many things. History's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just think this is uh, this was an enjoyable. It's a good was, movie. It's a good enough movie. It seems like a movie one that of you'd the like, only. Yeah, it does I'm seem like sorry. a movie. It does seem like a good movie job, that Alex. you would just be like, you'd turn on. TCM and it would be on. Yeah. I bet Elmer Gantry's on weekly on TCM. I feel like the Alamo's on weekly on TCM. Probably. My de- the, my grandfather is flipping between that and Fox News. You know what movie's probably not on weekly on TCM? Sons and Lovers. Oh, so my God. Sons and Lovers, oh. would it surprise you to find out that also Sons and Lovers was the last of the nominees for Best Picture in the 1960s to appear on DVD? No, no. That I'm shocked about right. that it's on DVD. Yeah. What? Who? Who? who do you have the only copy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I truly Actually, am the, like the copy. I, I I do wonder if it's like I know. So a thousand clowns 
which is another, which was the second to last. I know the place that I ordered it from. Sounds great. Give that to me. <laughs> that That's the place I ordered that from. It's like one of those places that I think, like, burns the CD and then they send it to you. Like, oh, it's wow. a place that has like you know like a licensed version of the movie, but they don't even have it in regular stock. Basically. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so it would not be surprising to me if Sons and Lovers were the same thing. I wrote Billy Elliot without the dancing. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but with more of the Oedipus complex. Yeah. Like it just, I was like, is this what this movie is about? I wrote, oh, he looks like Dave Franco. He does that. He did. He did. He, those those. I will say those eyebrows, epic. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he wanted she, she wanted his mom definitely wanted to fuck him. Yeah. Um, mining seems terrible. Let's stop mining. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, then I wrote no new hoes. We get it. I just was like this fuck boy. Yeah. He's just a, he's the original fuck boy. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, but now I need to go look at myself. I'm like, do you need to burn down everything on your way? I thought when that kiss went so badly with him and the hometown girlfriend, we were going to explore him being gay. Oh, sure. That's what I assumed. Um, But what I didn't realize is they just needed to have like the most awkward peck in the world. So then we could show his sexual appetite for the other woman whose face he literally demolishes. It is. Talk about a smash. It is. He rips it. He cannot get it. Well, here's the thing. She, so they, so he and Miriam, Mm -hmm. the original one, like they banged, right? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So they banged. She's very religious. She's very, or or her mom was. Don't put that on her, Alex. But I feel like she, this is a lot about our mothers and the children that they began. That they're creating. I, I would say that she was like, my body is not for you. Well, here's yeah. Here's okay, here's so what happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember, they're on the. She's on the bed. Yeah. He goes and he's like, "You didn't like it or whatever," and she's like, uh, "I don't like you know like whatever." Mm-hmm. We chalk that up to, oh, like she's a virgin. Uh, you know, she's whatever, and 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 feels weird and is religious. Yeah. What I chalk that up to, huh. he's fucking bad in bed. Yeah. You've yeah. seen the way he kisses. Yeah. He's just smashing genitals. Check yourself. <laughs> he probably fucking sucks at sex uh-huh. and is putting his like weird sexual suckiness on these other two fucking ladies. Yeah. Ladies, go find Burt Lancaster. I think yes. he is probably a lot better than uh, Bobo Dame Franco here. Like... Fuck this guy. I, I fucking mean, hate this guy. He was so bad at sex that the woman who's being abused by her yeah. husband was like, I'm I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go back to my husband. I prefer yeah. he's got that good D and I don't know what you have going on, but like yeah. it ain't right. oh, it's not good. It's bad. And then it's, he's like, But you don't know how to love. It's like, oh God, don't tell me I don't know how it's to probably, love. It's probably it's probably really tough for him because like I think his older brother really can smash too. <laughs> because that girl yes. comes down and she's like, We're drinking champagne and then you fucking me in your childhood bed. Yeah. <laughs> They definitely. They're yeah. happy. I want to see their movie. I was yeah. much more interested. Yeah. I was like, this guy is just self sabotaging. Oh my god! And he wants to be a painter. Yeah. Like, Let's oh. all. I want to look at people. Look at my painting. Oh, they don't get it. Oh, oh blah, he blah, doesn't blah. like it. Yes, he does. He's gonna pay for you to go to London and study painting. Yeah, and then you're like, bitch, oh, stop being yeah. so judgmental. Yeah. I, 
I, and he's like, I have to stay with my mom and be in love with my mom. Yeah, that's a hundred. He no. did it. To, he's like, I can't leave you alone with him. I was like, that's not why you're doing this. Mm-hmm. I was like, right. you want to stay for because there's maybe a potential that you might get to fuck your mom. Although to be fair, his dad sucks. His dad sucks. For sure. But it's because mining sucks. But yeah. also his dad sucks. Because his yeah. dad sucks, but also like misogyny. if you. Yeah, because of misogyny. <laughs> of, if you had to go like, down the mine. Like, listen, even if Elizabeth Warren had to go down the mine, Ugh. even she might suck. Hey, she's got a plan for that, though. She's got a plan for it. Yeah. She's got a plan. Just close the mine. Yeah. Close the mine. I have plan. such bad news close for all the these mine people that want to Close the mine before your older brother mines. dies. Yes. I hate Ugh. everybody in this movie. By the way, I thought Except that was... for Miriam, who, by the way, this little girl, this girl's got a kicky little beret on. She's adorable. She's adorable. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad when she, at the end when she was like... We should get married. And he's like, I got to be by myself. I was like, good for you, girl. Yeah. You yeah. dodged a bullet. Yeah. yeah. He's he's just got to be alone forever because mommy's gone. Mommy's gone. Mommy dies. And then we see finally a painting that he makes. And I'm like, ugh, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like daffodils. Uh, it's like, like a... It's very, I guess you're fine. <laughs> like, those do look like daffodils. You're probably... Yeah, like, you're, I can you're, tell. You're, you're good for your hometown, but maybe, maybe don't go to London. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be a big fish and a... It, or a, no, small a small fish in a, a big, big pond. pond. Yeah. Hey, Monet, you are not. <laughs> Let's maybe reel it in. Um, the other, the only other thing I really want to talk about, because this isn't a good movie and I really didn't like it, and it feels forever long and it's like 100 minutes. It's by far the shortest movie of the year. Um, I wrote down Shuffle Fuck Hands because he's, doing, he's shuffling when he's at um, the city woman's house, when they're at her mom's house, when he misses his train. Oh, and right. And he's shuffling and she's like... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She wants. It's like, yeah. What are, what are you? What are you doing? Why did? Why does that attract you? <laughs> These people are hard up. Yeah. Yeah, and the mom's like, "Don't do. It. I don't. Oh, fine. Like she's yeah. just like she's like I'm gonna really try for like thirty seconds. I give up. I give up. I can't do just, it. I can't. Like, I he's can't he's also other. really rude to that mother, by the way, mm-hmm. whose yeah. house he's just like staying in. Yeah. When she's like, comes down as like it's. 12 o'clock or something. He's yeah. like, like, come on, Is that man. your shuffling sound? Yeah. Actually, do it again. <laughs> that was better. That was better. <laughs> again, this AS, this BDSM, I'm really <laughs> loving. I'm so into it. Yeah. No, not from you, Alex. Sorry. You made me watch this movie. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> it's fine. There's bad no. movie years. It's and cool. You just it's cool. One. Let's, well, there's, I, I mean, I'm sure the next movie will be great. Right? Yeah. I don't have anything else to say about Sons and Lovers, except you don't have any reason to see it unless you're a completist for D.H. Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but the next movie was great. Yeah, and that's The Sundowners. <laughs> oh, God. If you've ever wanted to watch 45 minutes of sheep shearing, have I got the movie for you? <laughs> and antics. More antics. So many antics. It's just a movie full of antics. So I'm many like, antics. don't play. And then, and terrible things happen, and then they all just are like, <laughs> oh, well, we're The Sundowners. Like, I mean, they didn't say that, yeah. but I picture them being like, that's what that blah, like. Blah, blah, yeah, it was like yeah. a like it's like a sitcom. I there is it, some horniness in this movie. There's too, some though. horniness there is, sure. because like the first thing I wrote down about this movie is when they're in the house. It's Deborah Kerr and Robert Mitchum. My mom loves Deborah. Kerr. And Deborah Kerr is like lovely. She's lovely. She says something like, "Good to know you appreciate me." And he goes, "Come on over here, and I'll appreciate yeah. you." And I mm-hmm. want to be like, "I wish he'd been like, come over here, and I'll appreciate that ass." That ass. <laughs> he, I wrote my first comment was, "Did he make a joke about spanking her?" <laughs> like he did say something like about like. 
he made a spanking joke. I was like, what is, what's doing? Don't the, ne- the next, the like next that. thing I wrote after that though is what is this movie? Mm. Are they supposed, I, I, it was hard. Cause I was like, oh, they're Irish. We're in Ireland, but then they're Australian, but they're Australian Irish. He is Irish. So right? he's Irish. They are Irish, but they're living in Australia. Cool. Totally simple. The accent <laughs> is British. Yeah. 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 Ish. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> British? The accent was... I'm going to do something fun. And then, you know, Peter Ustinov shows up, and he's basically playing Mr. Belvedere in the oh, Australian yeah. Outback. Oh, my God. Yep, yep. That was interesting. I uh, I texted you what the fuck is... I think during the first sheep sharing, where <laughs> yeah. I was like, what's... In, where they're doing this in silence. Right. And I was like, what is happening? And Craig said, I think this might be... It's a googly. It's a googly. So... Alex, we watched a film. There's a film from 1987, which 1987, pretty good Oscars year, actually, because a lot of the 80s suck. But there was a movie from that year and honest, oh, called Hope and Glory. And it's a British family during World War II. And the movie uh, doesn't make a lick of sense. It, um, it is. It's so strange. But in it, at one point, they are playing cricket. And I guess there's a term in cricket, cricket? Uh, in, cr- in cricket, in cricket called a googly. So we decided when a movie, because they're like that's a googly, but nobody describes what yeah. that is. So you're just like okay, and then the scene moves on. I don't, know, if, on I don't know what cricket is enough about cricket to know yeah. what a googly is. So we decided that if we were to watch a film that we can't quite understand why it even was made, that movie is a googly, and I think the Sundowners. It's a googly. I think you guys are correct. <laughs> you, get, you, you, you feel because that. even yeah. though, because even sometimes there's movies that, like, I like less. I I I enjoyed the experience of watching this more than I enjoyed watching the Alamo. Sure. That is the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand but why the Alamo was made, 100%. and I'm not sure why the Sundowners was. No. My favorite part was when they were like on the road for the first time and then they just had shots of animals in Australia yeah. where you're like here's a it's like a thing of grass and then it's like here comes a kangaroo hey, can, yeah. and then you watch them keep on and then it's like here's a koala <laughs> keep on a wombat like I well, just I will like, say is, I will say it's almost like they were like in case your the accents yeah. were confusing you <laughs> here's a kangaroo <laughs> so you get that we're in Australia well I will say when that happened I was like Alex um our in case our listeners don't know, is a huge um, national parks en- enthusiast. So actually Loves during that part, outdoors. I was like, this part might be right about Sally. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, it's like the outback and animals and stuff. Like well, Also <laughs> growing up, one of my first words was water. water because my dad was a big rugby guy. And so growing up, we had Aussies at our house all the time. Um, for rugby tournaments. Aussie, and Aussie, Aussie. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. I used to call Foster's uh, beer Daddy Juice. <laughs> <laughs> and so we will, Australian for Daddy Juice. We <laughs> will, like, we will be juice. exploring that further. Um. <laughs> but I was just like, they also used to put me and this this girl, Amy, we were, she was Australian, I'm, I'm Californian. And they used to... Um, like all get drunk and then be like baby wrestling and they would hold us up <laughs> against each other and we would have to like see who could stand up longest before we'd knock the other one down when we were like one. I mean, it was hey, just... Hey, Alex, um, 
Oof. Uh, <laughs> is it too late to call child services? What is the statute of limitations on this? My mom said it's fine. <laughs> but I just like, I was like, oh, I should love this movie. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I wanted to. It's I kept nature in like, Australia. It seems like, and I... I'm honestly now shocked there was not a baby wrestling scene at some no, point know, in this yeah. film. Listen, yeah. I feel like they didn't capture my and maybe, maybe it was like Maybe it's a cut scene? Yeah, they didn't want... Cut, cut, for, cut for time? <laughs> cut for time. They was like, we can either show another 40 minutes of this sheep shearing yeah. or baby wrestling. And somebody made a bad choice. Because yeah. I mean, that was the thing too, was like right in the middle, there's this epic sheep shearing battle with him and an older gentleman where you're like, he's going to kick his ass because... We have what? What's the guy's name that plays Robert Mitchum? Robert Mitchum <laughs> is you know there, and he's like this big again a refrigerator of a man. They had a type in the sixties. Mm, they really mm-hmm. did. And then this like old timey guy with a beard that's like, whoa, how am I going to sheep shear? And then it goes on forever, like- and you get that the joke is going to be that that guy beats him. Like there's no question about it but we still have to sit through you just sit it all through all of it and that's what i feel like the movie was was like i knew at the end they were gonna you know what does it so well is uh fellini's julia of the spirits did you have you guys ever no. seen that no have you seen that? fellini's wife is this great clown and she, he did this movie called i want to say julie de spiritu but as I mean, you can tell I'm fluent in this. Yeah, I was gonna say this is great. Listen, but he at the end talk like, to us about commedia dell'arte. <laughs> the bad news is of all of all of us we're big in Italy and they're all under quarantine right now, oh, so everyone's gonna hear that. Uh, feel better, accent. guys. <laughs> but like this movie is about sorry to take you on a side journey, but it's a good movie which you should see. And I she hope we plays do this like lovable clown that is a prostitute and keeps getting screwed over by the men that she loves. Until and screwed, uh, yeah, and screwed physically. <laughs> but like at the very end of the movie, like her lover has like left her on a cliff, stolen all her money. She has nothing. She's walking down the street. She's like, I have nothing. I'm going to die. Like, what is the point of it all? And then this group, she hears this music, and this group of young people are like dancing and having a party, and like kind of come around her, and she's like so sad. And then she like looks up, kind of like life and like has this huge smile on her face where you know that she's going to keep going. It's uh-huh. a lovely idea. Yeah, so like both the sadness and the the hope are there together. Yeah. This movie doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> this movie leaves me feeling nothing. Um, that sounds I little as you're describing that I'm like, "Oh, I I like I love that type of movie. Yeah. Like I love that like hope is gone and then, you know, I mean, it's very inside Lewin Davis which minus mm-hmm. the him having hope at the end, but I love that sort of like thing, um, that dichotomy. I don't. I feel like this movie was trying to do that. Right? I I I think it was in that they lose the they lose the the horse is disqualified mm-hmm. Which, and they've lost why? why by the way. We just know it was disqualified yeah. for no given reason. So basically, this group of people want to buy. The wife wants to buy a house and stay settled. The husband wants to keep on the move. Yeah. The wife finally saves up all this money. They get this horse he, somehow. He wins all this money in a coin flip game yeah. that you expect at the end he's going to lose all of it, and he doesn't. And instead, he loses it all off camera. Off camera. Mm-hmm. Off camera. Just, just comes it, back just and comes is like, back and is like, yeah, I lost all, all the money. money. Gone. Cool. Okay. Cool. Also. Truly expected the kid to get thrown from the horse. Yeah. Oh, no. me too. <laughs> no. I was like, oh. Instead, they race the horse. This is, this is a good 
like a fast horse, yeah. and then it mm-hmm. wins. It's a good fast horse. Good fa- it's a good horse. It's, yeah. a, good, it's a good horse. It's a good horse. Um, the best part of the film is um, there is a part where the horse is rolling around in the sand. Yeah, I love that part. It is the best part. <laughs> yeah. Anytime the horse is on screen, I'm like, all right, I'll watch this horse. The wombat yeah. and the horse. I'll watch that horse. Uh, but then the horse wins, and you're like, oh, cool. Okay, well, then they get their farm. Or, like, yeah, they gonna, get to go live yeah. on the farm. But no, the horse got disqued. No, the, how, the horse is now disqualified. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the reaction of everybody is like, <laughs> oh, well, oh, well, we'll get it somehow. We'll and I get think it the, back again. There the, are no consequences to anyone's actions. But I think None. the craziest thing is we're set up like from the, from early on to think part of the reason Deborah Kerr really wants to settle down is for their son. son. So he can go to school. So he can go to school and stuff. And then at the end, she's just like, well, no, I know you don't want to settle down. Robert Mitchum. I can't remember any of the characters names clearly. Um, <laughs> so we'll just keep doing this. Fuck our jockey son. Yeah. He got disqualified. This is probably all oh, well. his fault anyway. He so. goes, she's yeah. like, one day we'll have, like, we'll have one, we'll, we'll have it one day in the future or whatever. I'm like, you, your son will be grown and gone. He's yeah. like 16. Yeah. Yeah. There's he no should have already been in school. What's School's done for him. That's also the thing about these 1960 movies that I'm like, this makes the Trump's America make sense to me is that the women just forgive no matter what. There's no discussion. There's no, like, even in Elmer Gantry, like, there's just, there's no, it's like, because I love you, so okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, the, a generation of women was raised on these movies. Movies are powerful. Yeah. And it just is like, to my 2020 heart, I'm going like, love is wonderful, but we must communicate to yeah. get through to well, the her, other side. They don't even, you know? they, in Elmer Gantry, they don't even, he gets framed, yeah. and he doesn't even bother trying to explain... Like, mm-hmm. does not even bother trying to explain it to her. It's like does, martyrdom. Why, why, why mm-hmm. try to yeah. bother? It is. And then Lulu wild. Baines is just like, sorry, yeah, I was wrong by you, but then yeah. I, then I was worse, actually. Yeah. Um, but in this, like, Deborah Kerr's only real victory in the movie is when she gets to cook. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> problematic. <laughs> Are there any um, people of color in this movie? Well, it was Australia, so they don't have them. Um, there's not like an indigenous there's not population. An indigenous population. Or of course not. Yeah, no, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. wouldn't be possible to yeah. do. Um, I hate this movie. I mean, I hated this movie. It's a goop. It's a googly. It's a googly. It's a googly and a goop. It's a goop. Based on <laughs> based on Gwyneth Paltrow's yes, vagina. It's a goop. Um, hate it. Just yeah. kidding. I'm sure it's wonderful. Her, <laughs> vag- her vagina. I'm her vagina, sorry. not this movie. Again, this is only a movie that you need to see if you are a completist for the Irish living in Australia. Or or <laughs> or Glynis Jones, who has had such a long career. She has. Yeah. She, I remember her the being the old remember her while you were sleeping? Remember? No. She's really <laughs> she's like the grandma and she's like, hey, the thing and she's taking the pictures and they're afraid. She did that's the reason why Sandra Bullock doesn't want to tell. The family, because she's like, I don't want her to have a heart attack from the shock of I lying about being engaged Mm. to Peter. Yeah, Uh, I love that woman. That woman, by the way, still alive. She's not. Yeah, she she was old in the sundown. She's eighteen years old now. (laughs) She's in the room. Glennis Jones. Glennis Jones. She was born in nineteen twenty-three. How long? No, it's it's Glennis Glennis Jones. Okay, Glennis Jones. Glennis, <laughs> Glennis. How old Glenneth was she? Jones. She's she's born in nineteen twenty three. Nineteen twenty three. She's ninety seven years old, or will be ninety seven this year if she has not Good yet. Turned how old is Dick Van Dyke? He's in his nineties. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I saw him uh, at not that long ago at, at Cantor's, Cantor's mm-hmm. and I was like, 
are you alive, sir? <laughs> I thought it was maybe a weekend of Bernie's situation. My wife Bernie loves like, yeah. Dick Van Dyke. It's like her favorite person in the entire My world. My first crush. And he's on Cameo now, um, but it's $500. Why is he on Cameo? What's a Cameo? Oh my God! Stop! Sorry. Should Alex. we be on Cameo? Alex, this is this is this is way worse than you not knowing Revival. So I'm Cameo, so sorry. Cameo is a service. Uh, by the way, this segment is sponsored by Cameo. Cameo, <laughs> if you're hearing this, you have to send us a jacket. <laughs> Cameo is a service where basically people can get on and you can um, pay them to record a message for someone. So, for instance, when uh, Ali and I got married. Um, Rusty and Adam sent us a message from um, Kennedy Davenport, the no, drag queen, um, wishing course. us a happy happy wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dick Van Dyke is on the service now, but $500, that's like upper echelon cost. Like, um, I didn't know, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know it was like legit, because uh, like the only people that I've ever seen do it are the only people that I've considered hiring, which I definitely will for uh, Rachel Lewis's big 40th birthday that's coming up. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, Housewives. Housewives. Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Danielle Staub and like uh, Nene Leakes. It's also interesting like when a show blows up. Housewives. Oh my I watch God. like gold hunting shows. It's <laughs> interesting when shows. Pirate treasure. That is, and that is your reality journey. Bigfoot. Yeah. That's your reality. I know you love Bigfoot. I, love I know him. you love Bigfoot. I know this you love This is the it. part of the podcast where on every podcast I'm on, I say, I love Bigfoot <laughs> so much. Yeah. <laughs> And that that's is, it. That's the thing I know about you. That's I know. Funny. That's important. It's not that important. Either. No, I think it's great. I think it's great. And listen, we all have our reality journeys. Yeah. Some of us watch, uh, yeah, like Ice Road Truckers, and mm-hmm. that's not you. No, oh, I thought that. What? I thought How that would be you? you. I thought that would be you. I just want like if. Could, could, nature could thing. be would one of the Goonies watch it? Then I'm gonna watch Ice Road Truckers. Is a nature thing? Well, I mean, it's about like the it's about like the extreme north man versus nature. Okay, you're right. Maybe I'll watch. I it. I mean, that seems like a you thing. <laughs> I'm interested. I don't know. I don't watch any of that shit. I just watch rich bitches yeah. screaming. I each just other. started watching Bachelor, which has been a real bumskis. I can't that. I I tried. I've done things in the past, but it's tough. It's it's. Well, they're all twenty three. They're all, on they're this, so young. So young. Although like, apparently the new Bachelorette is like, thirty eight. Yeah. I will watch that. Which I think I will watch mm-hmm. yeah. this next one. Um, did you watch Love Is Blind? Not yet. Okay. Okay. We'll discuss. Great. Once. We'll so the best picture camera. winner. Okay. Sorry. So sorry. So sorry. <laughs> of nineteen sixty. The apartment. So sorry. I'm so glad I watched this movie. I know. This movie is great. <laughs> yeah. This is Matt, my, my husband's second favorite movie mm. after Singing in the Rain. Um, this movie's great. This movie's great. Billy Wilder. What a director. Is a The legend. dialogue is so sparkling yeah. and mm. contemporary. It's such a funny, it's, it's so funny to watch it in comparison with the other four movies because yeah. it's like, uh, oh, like this. I mean, Elmer Gantry is like more of a period piece, so mm-hmm. I I like let that go. But like the dialogue is so, um, uh, yeah, contemporary. It's the jokes are really funny. That's the way it crumbles. Yeah, cookie wise. Yeah, there are some things that don't super hold up sixty years later. Like I think it's a major HR violation for him to look up her insurance card to find out. Oh everything my about god! Her. I know. <laughs> and she's just walking along like he he he, and she laughs like, "Oh, that's crazy that you know that." Yeah, that's yeah, very don't creepy. Also, um, do we know if? When you overdose, it's now standard for the doctor just to slap you multiple times. <laughs> that hit so her wild. so hard. Much. I went back and watched it twice to yeah. be like, 
is he actually hitting her face? Do we have stage combat at this point, or is he just smashing? He's, she's the second after Elmer Gantry. She's the other per- Like that's how you beat up a lady, I guess. Is just yes, slap her it's a, just lot. a lot. Just a lot hitting. Um, also, I mean, there are things that have held up. Although cash is still not a great Christmas present for nope. the person you're having an affair oh, with. Definitely that was not. So good. That was so. Tough. Um, and something I never, I had forgotten about. I think a tennis rack would probably be a pretty good strainer in a pinch. Yeah. Been more charming. <laughs> so cute. I will say the other thing about this movie is there's a fucking straight up suicide attempt in the middle of it, uh-huh. and it, it and it is somehow managed to play like sweetly romantic. <laughs> like yeah. they yeah. like that they they change that into like oh it's so cute he's taking care of her after he, she like tried to kill herself. Yeah, it's. It's, but I don't it's question almost, it. It's I honestly almost, don't question yeah. it. I got that from the man that I loved. If he gave me cash for Christmas yeah. with everything they've set up of like, you know, you, I'm in love with you, but I can't leave my wife and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. You and know, then and what, you the, got that. what the like, I get secretary that. said to her. Yeah. Too. You know, like I'm like, oh, I, I understand why that character would maybe mm-hmm. not feel like there's a way out, even mm-hmm. though I can see there's a way out. Like, yeah. There's no way out for her. And then watching this man like have her best interests at heart yeah. mm-hmm. over and over again. Who, but Even also, after he's been stood up at the music man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also he did say like, hey, I can get you a better job. Like again, just, just a PSA. Like if you are in a position of power at work, yeah. don't hit on girls by offering them better, better jobs. Yeah. Please don't. Please, it's, please like, don't. Just it's a problem. Yeah. Time's up. Time is up for poor CC. for poor Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, <laughs> this this you couldn't make this movie now. But no, we're no. gonna forgive. Now I should no. say, but really. looking at it in the time capsule, yes. yeah, it's very. And also, Jack Lemmon is. Uh, this is. I know we talk, We've talked a lot about big refrigerator men. He's Generally, not my type. <laughs> I like uh, weak nerds more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, loved him. Jack Lemmon, oh. the nebbish of your heart. Yeah. Also very attracted to the Might next door neighbor who is a Jewish doctor. I was like, ah. You can, okay. slap, you can slap me around if I. Come on over. Slap me around sometime. No problem. Just He's at it again. It. <laughs> I truly. Um, I think Shirley MacLaine in this movie. I think I've actually said this on the podcast before. I think this is like the most beautiful woman ever on screen. Mm -hmm. Shirley MacLaine in the apartment. Mm -hmm. I'd agree with you. Yeah, she is stunning. Yeah. Yeah. She is stunning. She's luminous. She just like... She's so funny. She that when we first meet her in the elevator and they smack her ass and she does like the funny thing about like, I'm going to next time I'm going to close the doors on you. Yeah. and then at the Christmas party, when he's like, uh, "Can I like come get a drink?" and she's like, "I shouldn't drink a drive." Like, oh. me, like me in the elevator. Yeah, she's so um, yeah. She has so much life, which is why I like buy that she would be rash to take a bunch of pills because it's like I always feel like it's she's the Peggy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like th- those women in this time that got hosed the most because they. They wanted something more and they, and you know, I mean, everybody wanted something more, I'm sure, but I, it's, it it was, it's hard to watch her kind of like struggle, but she's stunning and her hair is so cool. It's so chic. Should we do it? I want to so badly. I dream of just like a pixie. Mm. I don't think I have the face to do (laughs) it. I don't think I do either. (laughs) But should we do it anyway? I mean, come Should I do it? You basically have it. You just have to like, if he did your bangs. Yeah, yeah, and and did like a little, a little like Jerry curl kind of thing. Ooh, Shirley. Ooh, that's a little. (laughs) Okay, okay, no, no, stop it. A little emo. Oh no, I don't like it. 
I don't I'm have... just screaming some infidelities <laughs> over here. I need, you, I need you to fix it. I, I do feel like I do feel like the world needs to get like a little worse, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go sure. there. All right. Well, you let me know. I'll come home. Okay. And okay. Yeah. okay. And if I do it, I'll right. make you right. 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 That'll be fun. We'll take a picture for the, go, for the pod. You should just pod. go full V for Vendetta. Like, oh, God. You could see it a lot that. worse for that. No, yeah. there's, I have an odd-shaped head. Mm. And I, I have a big old bump probably from baby wrestling. From baby wrestling, probably. Yeah. probably. That Aussie bitch smacked you Amy, hard. I'm coming for you. I follow you on Instagram. Watch out. <laughs> You're listening to this. That's fun. Um, yeah, Sheldrake definitely needs to get me too. Yeah, he sucks. Big time. Especially when we find out, like... It's like the sixth girl in the office. I mean, that, because also, you know, I was thinking, because I, I couldn't watch this movie without my 2020 Time's Up sort of mm-hmm. brain, especially because sure. it's something I care about a lot. But like knowing the women that a huge part of these office pools of secretaries and stuff like that was to hire cute girls that yeah. then they would freaking rape and predate. Yeah. Predate. <laughs> Predator. Predit, predit, they're harshly predating them. Pre- predating, <laughs> pred- predating. So they're what acting like predators. Be? Yes, they're they're pre- <laughs> they're being predators. Praying. Praying. Ooh, that was that took, that us took so way long. too long to get there. I am embarrassed. Listen, uh, I have sober by the way. A lot sober of degrees. <laughs> That is rough. Oh, anyway, so they're preying on these women, like we yeah. said the first time. <laughs> and it just, you know, like... We'll I, edit that out. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Don't. I need everyone to know who I am. <laughs> but, you know, like, that was just such a... Like, watching that and then thinking about Shirley MacLaine and thinking about how... I think we kind of, you know, especially after watching Mad Men or whatever, just kind of put these women into this, like, what sexy, fun office time? And yes. it's like, no, they were women with hopes and dreams. Yeah. We got to see one of them and see how alive she was and see, like, you know... What a like I don't know. Sometimes when I'm writing female characters, I'll get notes that are like, "But can she be more relatable or likable?" Which means like, can she fall up the stairs yes. so that she's not intimidating or scary or whatever? Right? She's yeah. beautiful, but she doesn't know it. Right? She's tired, but you still want to fuck her. Yeah. You know, but yeah. like this, where it's like, oh, you have a character that is the mistress, mm-hmm. and like, what is that? But you still care about her, and you yeah. see why maybe it's she doesn't know how lovable she is yes. yet you know and and that was just nice yeah. to see them I think, make spaghetti yeah they're so, and they're so they were so sweet they're so sweet, sweet together girls. yeah and, and i love the end i love the champagne gunshot yes. fake out at yes. the end that's so fun and the mm-hmm. shut up and deal also she mm. shouldn't Fuck hands. Um, Fuck deal. Yeah. Oh, oh it's a theme. It's a theme for 19. Um, I hope she convinces him to stay in that apartment because $85 in the West 60s I mean, is a steal. Yeah. I hope everyone listening to this goes and takes their lover and finds a deck of cards and just... Just shuffle. Just shut shuffle, up and deal. Shut up, shut up and, and deal. deal. You know what? If he says I love you and you just survived a terrible breakup and a suicide attempt, you don't have to say I love you back. You don't back. have to no, say I love you. You can let it, let it, let that feeling grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never fall in love again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the apartment, of course, uh, promises, promises. The musical promises, promises. Really? It's the apartment. Oh. Yeah. Um, this Turkey is the last. Time. Do you know that this is the oh, last uh-huh. black and white film to win, excluding The Artist and Schindler's, Schindler's List. List? I didn't. Yeah, it was the last black <laughs> and white film until hey, Schindler's bitch. List. Win. Uh, now you do. Mm. Now you do. And then, of course, Roma. Oh, wait. Robbed. 
Um, anything else you would like to say about the apartment? Um, that one girl does a great, does a killer Marilyn Monroe. She really does. She really did. When he was like, oh, I know it's late, but you know, she looks like Marilyn. I was like, she really fucking does. Mm-hmm. And she did that whole breathless. I like kudos to her. Yeah. That she really, uh, nailed that. Um, yeah, I love, I think this is a very fun movie. And a, if you've not seen this movie, it's like a very funny, charming, I know we talked about this, her suicide <laughs> attempt, but still, it's a good. It's, There's some workplace stuff that does not hold up in 2020, but the movie itself does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. it's not. Doesn't feel. Dated it doesn't feel dated. For some of the yeah, yeah. The, the the again the way they treat women dated. Yeah, everything mm-hmm. else is great. Um, before we move on to some other films of the year, let's rank the nominees five to one. <sighs> Alex, we'll start with you. I don't even. Sons and Lovers, no. Uh-huh. So I guess that's five? Yep. Sundowners over Sons and Lovers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. No. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Then Alamo. Uh-huh. Then The Apartment. No. Then Elmer Gantry, then The Apartment. I apologize. Yeah. But I, I mean, really I was... liked Elmer Gantry also. Yeah, yeah. I did. Good. I did. Meg. <laughs> I mean, this is tough because I, I, I don't know... I, it's really hard. The bottom three are so hard to rank. Yeah. The bottom three, I, I truly, I'm going to go by what I enjoy. Like, uh-huh. okay, so I'm going to put, I'm going to put the Alamo last because mm. yeah. I, if I had to watch it again, I fucking would put a bullet in my brain. Yeah. And yeah. then I think purely based on runtime, I'm putting the Sundowners <laughs> and then Sons and Lovers okay. because mm-hmm. that, that's where I'm going by. All three of them are trash. Then Elmer Gantry, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then the apartment, which I loved. Uh huh. Um, I now if you put s- the Alamo last. I think Texas. Yeah, I don't think you get to go back to well, Texas. As a patriot, I can't put the Alamo last. No, <laughs> sorry. Of course, it should have won Best Picture. That <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to put Sons and Lovers uh, last, actually, also because not only did I not enjoy watching it at all, I don't really. I remember almost nothing of it, and I watched it like. Two weeks ago, mm. and I so bye. Um, I guess I'm gonna put the Sundowners next because I don't know why it was made, and then the Alamo. But I want to make it very sure. clear sure. that all three of these bottom three movies are very bad films. They're bad. They're they're not just like I don't like out of time, like whatever. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't like them, and no, you shouldn't like watch them. them. And none of these movies, all three of these movies, were not in this like picture leading up to the Oscars. Um, and we're going to talk about some of the other... Because sometimes we'll go back. I'd go Elmer Gantry, too, in Apartment 1 also. But sometimes we go back and we do these things, and it's a movie that you know is now beloved, and you're like, oh, I can't believe that wasn't nominated. And then you look back, and you know critics were fine with it at the time, and but it was never in any of the award season picture. Um, so let's talk about some other different? movies from... The 1960s, yeah, because so we'll start. We'll talk a little bit about Spartacus because Alex was. Alex uh, really wants to talk about Spartacus. I like Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> I remember enjoying. Would you it say in high you school. are Spartacus? I am Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember just like being like the last time I watched it was when I was maybe 16. I was sick in bed. It was New Year's. My high school boyfriend was over, and we watched it on this. New Year's. Like because I was like I was deathly ill. I remember that. And I remember like, I should have fallen asleep because I had so much NyQuil in my system. And instead 
Like my boyfriend's always like, this is a great movie. And I was like, was okay, your boyfriend Christian from Clueless? Because <laughs> <laughs> he brings over Spartacus because he has a thing for Tony he Curtis. Does. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, you're right. Uh-huh. And then later on, turns out you man Christian is a cake boy. <gasps> I oh, am so impressed Dion. by you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. But I, I... Megan, you're just a virgin who can't drive. <laughs> Anyway, that was I loved that movie when I was 17. The yeah. end. That's the end of my story. It's not a great one. I think it's a good no. one. Um, I actually rewatched Spartacus it, for Again, this. it would be better if your high school boyfriend turned out to be gay. Mm-hmm. I wish. No. He was super machismo. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, That's all I want. I rewatched Spartacus for this. It's very long. It's like three hours and 15 minutes long. Um, and there... There's stuff I don't love about it, partially that's too long, but there is some really great, all the Charles Lofton and Peter Ustinov actually won Best Supporting Actor for mm-hmm. Spartacus. All their, like, the machinations and stuff um, that's not part of really, like, the war story, I think is really cool and interesting, and Lawrence Livy's in it. And I've actually never seen it. Do you feel like I should see it? Like, I will enjoy it? I think it? it's too long. I don't think you'd like it. Mm. I don't think you'd like it either, but like... <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I like this movie. And you're like, nah, no, no I do, not you, though. Not you. I do think, like, if you watch this movie, you're a like, housewives fan. You know, like, let's say, like, it. this back then they were still they were doing like ten nominees, and this was one of the ten nominees. You get and it. you watched it, you'd be like, oh, like you may not like it more than Elmer Gantry, depending on the day, but you'd like it more than those other three movies. There's, for sure. I, I cannot imagine liking anything less than those other three right. movies. So yeah. But like for instance, Spartacus won the Golden Globe for Best Drama in nineteen sixty. Are you serious? Yeah. And then was not nominated yeah. for an Oscar. Yeah. That's the huh. thing is I think culturally Spartacus is still Yeah. yeah. It's oh yeah. You know, like it's really Again, stood the test of time. Christian so, brought it to yeah. share so th- these Listen, were the if you're quarantined yeah, <laughs> and it's like I got nothing but time. Okay. So yeah. these, these were the nominees for best drama at the Golden Globe. Spartacus won. Elmer Gantry was nominated. Inherit the Wind, right? Came out in 1960. Wow. Which is basically, it's almost just the film version of a play yeah. in a way. But you know what? A it's Spencer play. Tracy and Frederick Marsh, and it's a yeah. great play. And I rewatched that also. And you know what? It holds up. Yeah. And is better. Are you yeah. saying that that's better mm-hmm. than the Alamo? I am. Yeah. Okay. Um. Sons and Lovers mm. was nominated. And Sunrise at Campobello, which was also based on a play, it's about FDR, which I've never seen. But yeah. it just feels like, like I feel like the Sundowners and the Alamo really came out of nowhere. The Upper Island won Best Comedy at the Golden Globes. Yeah, that so year. that makes sense. Um, but um, So now we talk about, well, okay, so we just, so The Apartment won, okay, so The Apartment won uh, Best Picture. Now, it's interesting that, you telling me what is nominated is interesting. What's yeah. also interesting about this year is that a comedy won. It, mm-hmm. it so rarely happens. Yeah. The Academy notoriously snubs comedy. Another category that the Academy notoriously snubs is horror. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a movie I watched, mm-hmm. Psycho. Yeah. Uh, Psycho came out this Psycho year. is 1962? Are you... <laughs> kidding me. Yes. I am so angry yeah. at the Academy right now. It's funny because I haven't, again, I have not seen Psycho since um, I watched it, I think, in a film class in college. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like, at the. I remember, you know, really enjoying it at the time, but also being, watching it really through like a, like, an asshole college kid's yeah. like, lens of like, mm, let me get into like the whenever, the making of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking great. Yeah. The first 
45 minutes are so tense. Uh-huh. And again, mm-hmm. sort of like in the same way we talk about like it's it's not a save the cat movie. It goes in directions you do not see coming. Janet Lee, they he kills something like her. unbelievable. To it's the lead of the film. The lead of the movie. Halfway Psycho through, gone. Of any f- film ever, I think Psycho is the one I wish I could have seen having known absolutely nothing about the movie going out. Yes, Yes. 100%. Because it really, it becomes a different, not only does they kill off the lead, it becomes a different movie. Mm -hmm. Because it's like a heist movie, like not a heist, but it's like a woman stole the money Mm -hmm. and she's kind of on the run and it's by the way very tense. She turns in that car and gets the new, you know, and you're you're like, oh God. And then, um, It does seem like more classic Hitchcock-y too. Yeah. Kind of, because it's, you know, this like, Hitchcock blonde. Mm-hmm. She steals his money, and then she gets brutally murdered in a shower by a man. I couldn't shower with, uh, after that no. for a while. I Apparently, remember. Janet Lee did not shower after she made Psycho. She would only. I mean, take I baths. showered. I just like <laughs> I was scared while I showered. Yeah. That explains <laughs> a lot a about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand why. It's it also is like. I mean, it's funny. It's it's especially compared to like today's standards. Like, it's not. Go- I mean, it's black and white. A, yeah. But, but also, like, it's you never see like the knife go no. in. Yeah. But just the just the imagery of a knife, and then it's like a quick flash on like her bare stomach. It's yeah. like is dis- is distressing. Yeah. It's, you you imagine you really imagine it in your head, and yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. And then the movie becomes a totally different movie after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's fucking. And what an ending. What an ending? I mean, talk. it's basically Sons and Lovers, but better. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it are Sons and Lovers kept yeah. going. Yeah. yeah. And just like the vulnerability of, yeah. of being in a shower. Like, what a... Was it... What was Hitchcock's first movie? This was before Birds or... This, this is before, is birds, before right? birds, but I mean, he'd been around for, t- like he Real. won best picture for Rebecca in 1940. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. I would say, uh, this actually, also, um, I don't know if you guys remember the film Hitchcock, um, no. where Anthony Hopkins plays that. Alfred Hitchcock I and Helen Mirren plays his wife. Erased it. Um, but it's all about the making of Psycho and it's kind of how it was. The studios basically were like. They didn't give him like his money. Instead, he got like a huge percentage of the film because they thought it would flop. Because people were kind of over him. He wasn't, yeah, like getting big stuff. And he made so much money off Psycho because yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, also, kind. Of, sorry, this is. I just want to say, like, mm-hmm. we talked about like nerdy dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm attracted to Norman Bates. Norman Bates can get it. Norman Bates can get it. I'm into his mom. <laughs> and I'm not talking about like Norman Bates as his mom. I'm talking about like the skeleton, the skeleton that oh. he's dug up. Ugh, guys, we gotta be cool about that. That was gross. Yeah, that's a gross. It's thing. A scary I'd like to moment. say neither of them can get it for yeah. me. For me personally, you I know what? Like, what about? I'd like it. to take it back. I'd like to take everything. Uh-uh, you can't. Back. Would you mm, say that the private recorded. investigator falling down the stairs can get it? Mm. I love that shot. I like that. I like it. Good I like shot. it too. Yeah. It's a good. It's it. It really hold. It really holds up. Yeah. It's tense. It's upsetting, and it's and it looks really cool. There's yeah. cool shots, uh, especially of like Janet Lee, like drive when she's like driving and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, it's, the it's no, good. listen. If the nominees for 1960 were the apartment, Elmer Gantry, and then Psycho inherit the win in Spartacus, that's actually a great year. That's, that's a, a great good year. year. Yeah. 
So you done fucked up again, Academy. Yeah, the Academy sucks. Yeah. Fuck the Academy. I also watched Breathless, or right. I should say I tried to watch Breathless. I got about a half an hour in and I said, and you're like, I'm not done. for me. I'm glad this, <laughs> that he inspired so many people with the way he made movies, but I'm just glad they just took it as an inspiration. Who was it again? It's Godard. Oh, okay. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie tried I keep to trying me to watch that, and I was like, I, I don't think that I would be... I keep trying to get into these foundational European... Yeah. Yeah. Directors. Like avant-garde sort of like, yeah. yeah. I mean, some, it's sometimes, it's funny because like some of those movies are like really great and fun. Yeah. Like, uh, what's that one with um, Marceau, Marcel Marceau, the French one? Whatever. Anyway, uh, some, some, hey guys, some movies are good and some (laughs) movies are not good. Wow. Here, here's a list oh, of hot hot take. Oh, <laughs> the mic's on fire. <laughs> list of movies that are not for a list of movies that are not good. Um, see, uh, sons and lovers. <laughs> see, sons and lovers. <laughs> um, Alex, do you have a favorite movie of 2020? I don't think I've seen any movies in 2020 yet. Did you have a favorite movie yet. of 2019? Alex doesn't like movies. <laughs> no, you know what? I was actually someone asked Spartacus. me the other These day. These are the first first five movies she's seen since she watched Spartacus. In you guys, her... I might not be wrong. I really, I really love uh, a TV show. Like I just really love TV shows. Yeah. I love. TV. She loves TV shows. You love TV. You love TV. I love TV. I love TV show. No, I my probably the movie that um, affected me the most in 2019. I hope it's Green Book. <laughs> I just love green <laughs> No, I I loved It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh. Okay. I, I know that, like, but I loved how theatrical the direction was. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks made me cry, like, six times. Oh. I didn't expect it. I was just in the movie theater, and I was like, I am very touched by this, and I just loved and it. And he was, like, was there here. sitting next to me, like, pinching me super yeah. hard. <laughs> it's like, Tom, You're like, Tom. Uh, I do have a funny Tom Hanks story. This yeah. might not be appropriate, but... <laughs> Uh-oh. No, I mean, like, it's not inappropriate. Wait, he can okay. get it. Wait, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you tell me something bad about Tom No, Hanks. he was lovely. So I was, I I got to do this, um, I was on Broadway in Larry David's show, on on the Broadway, which Alex was a lot of fun. Alex is very talented. Yeah. Listen, no, I played a cater waiter. Like, I had no Alex, lines and I was a cater waiter, so I went to Broadway and put talented. on my catering outfit <laughs> every day. I was <laughs> like, I was like, I made it, guys, <laughs> putting on the catering outfit one step at a time. I remember they you tried did. to, like... To make, because I have very long legs, and so they, I had some very short pants, and they were like, "We have to get a different pair of pants." I was like, "No, leave it. No caterer would ever care. You know, I, like, I would never that. spend more time to but tailor my pants." But you're not wrong. No, yes. but I, I was lucky enough that I got to go on a lot for other people, and so I felt part of this group. That's and incredible. so, Larry David, to um, as an opening night gift, this is very controversial because um, on our day off, we had to all go <laughs> to a Mets game because <laughs> he rented out a a suite, suite which yeah. everyone was like. Thanks, but it's our day off and we're really tired. And he was like, but he like catered the whole thing. And Rita Wilson was in the show. And so she invited Tom Hanks to, so we were all in a group. Like, I was just like, what? I don't think I knew this. Oh my God. I was like, what is happening? I am in a, with all these people. And I was just like, just enjoy this moment. Like, and so I was on my third free hot dog. I was very excited. <laughs> and Rita knew that I was from Oakland and Tom Hanks is from Oakland too. So I like took this huge bite of hot dog and I was like, Telling, I was talking, telling some story, and then I hear this little voice be like, "So you're from Oakland?" And I turn around, and Tom Hanks is right there, and I kept my mouth open, and the hot dog fell no. onto my shirt and went down. So I had like just 
ketchup and mustard everywhere. And I was like, hello, I'm in there. I'm like, no. And we just like talked a little bit about Oakland. He's like, well, it was lovely to talk to you. And they turned around and like just was covered in ketchup. A hot dog like, fell out of your mouth while talking to Tom <laughs> yeah. Hanks. Like I was just like, zoinks, like, hey, mister. And I was like, Jimmy Dugan, Jimmy Dugan. I you know? not Jimmy Dugan. And I just was like, he was so, of course, like as everyone says, he was just the loveliest. We talked about Oakland. It was just so cool. And then he like, Walked away, and then I was like, "I've stained this shirt irreparably. I am, you know, just this covered in ketchup." We should have had we should have had Alex on with our Tom one Hanks one of our Tom it. Hanks episodes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we just talked about how great Tom Hanks is. He's yeah. a dreamboat, and yeah. that's and he does great work, and he makes everyone happy around yeah. him. And and that's can what, we all be more like that? I, we should all be Tom Hanks. Yeah, or Elizabeth Warren, one of yeah. the two. Yeah. Meg, do you have a favorite movie of? 2020. I think my favorite, I don't think I've seen anything since I saw Birds of Prey. And I want to reiterate, I had a really good time. Birds of Prey is. I want to see that. It's very fun. Yeah. And uh, she's very fun. Very pretty. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. Her yeah. face is so symmetrical. I know. I literally am like, what is, how did that happen to you? But She's like, I'm just Australian. I'm yeah, just I guess. I just, I'm just, <laughs> just baby wrestling never hurt this. You know? <laughs> I want all the baby wrestling, so. <laughs> now, she could shave her head. She could do a pixie. She could shave she her head. She can get it. Yeah, she can get yeah. it. She can get it. Anyway, that's that. How about you? Mine is The Invisible Man. Oh. oh is that good? I liked it quite a bit. Emos. see it. Emos can do no wrong. Did you ask her where Shelly was? I said that in the- Where's Shelly? The movie started. I was like, stop. Where, Elizabeth, where is Shelly? Where is where Shelly? Shelly Elizabeth Moss, where is Shelly? She was born into Scientology, though. I well, and she still is, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I she comes I, by it honestly. Is I what for, you mean? Exactly. I it's harder her to a be a little bit. Yeah, more. it's like Beck. It's like well, yeah, he was born into it. What's he gonna do? Yeah, I mean, get out. Yeah, get out. Yeah, I mean, I was born get into out. a lot of things. Yeah, and I don't, <laughs> don't do them anymore. You were, so <laughs> you were born into a baby wrestling ring. Yeah. Listen, I got out. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not good for you, do not keep doing it. Yeah. Alex, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Nope. <laughs> How about your immense talent? Yeah. Listen, are you looking for an actress? <laughs> no, I am. I've. I am working on a lot of things that I'm really excited about, but none of them you can watch yet. When they do. come out, we're going to. I would like to do a, a retroactive mm-hmm. yeah. or a. a we'll we'll have you time. back for a better year. That would be, you guys. I would good? really. That would mean a lot to me. Great. You yeah. don't even have to air this. I just had a great time hanging out with you guys. I haven't oh, seen you in a while. Oh, it's absolutely not going no, to happen. Yeah. yeah, don't. No, no. We don't need to. Um, so they yeah. get it. They get it. We'll just put the names of the movies up, and yeah. I'll be like, oh, okay, we understand. Yeah. We're good. Meg, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, no. <laughs> Terrific. You want to? Not, not at this time. You want to plug Maddie's podcast? Oh, I guess my husband's podcast. <laughs> it is his birthday. We're recording oh, on it is his birthday. birthday. Oh my god. It's Maddie's birthday today. Yeah. Um, he is, has a podcast, if you like beer, called Liquid Bread, because that's what the beer Liquid is. The Liquid Bread Podcast. Mm. The Liquid Bread Podcast. Um, and it's uh, him and um, friend of the pod, Larry Bates, mm-hmm. and uh, Rachel's brother-in-law, friend of the pod, Rachel Lewis's brother-in-law, Rich Higgins, who is a master Cicerone, which is only the th- only the second master Cicerone. Yeah, he was in the second class of Cicerones. Yeah. So like there was like one person before him and then he was like in a class of two. Two. What's yeah. a Cicerone? It's, it's interesting. a sommelier for beer. For beer. Oh, that, people are going to do that now that it's a thing. It, yeah, it, it's been yeah. around for like 10 years now. So yeah. I, think I think he said on one of the episodes. Yeah. Yeah, or something. Um, but it's cool because he knows like 
everything yeah. about beer, wow. which is cool. Um, so if you have any like questions about beer, you can you can email them or ask them on Twitter or something. I will say that Maddie has um, not taken Megan up on our offer to have us at the tail end of the episode tasting the beer and going. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, good. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, so. I, I do that off camera. A yeah. couple times I've come in and they've been here drinking beer and I just will finish whatever the beer. They're like, yeah. we're drunk. Like, you want to finish this beer? And I just like, they're fallen soldiers. I'll just finish that beer. Yeah. And we needed you at the Alamo. I, I totally. A true patriot. <laughs> Meg's just down there in the beer. It's like, you guys, not good. It's not good. This, I truly would be sitting on like a little wall to the side yeah. being like, this doesn't look good. Yeah. Guys, you should be better. You should give up. You should. Especially because why are you? Here's a solid question uh-huh. before we go. And maybe the Texas man can answer this. Yeah, Texas please. man. What was so strategic about the Alamo that they were like, we can't give up this shitty fort? I think it was just um, there was no way for Santa Ana to go around it, so he had to go through it. So basically the whole idea of the Alamo was they were trying to slow Santa Ana long enough for Sam Houston to build up an army that could defeat Santa Ana. And did he? He did at the Battle of San Jacinto. Okay. Good job, everybody. Okay, so it was, it was, it was worth something. Yeah. Plus, they, were, plus they had, you know, we have the, the battle cry. Remember the Alamo. Remember Goliath. That's actually the full battle cry. Usually Goliath just goes flipped right off there. But I remember Goliath. Alamo has better marketing. Was the was Houston named after the Houston guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> was Houston named and, after uh, the Houston yeah. guy? Yeah. Was Houston named after Austin was named after Stephen F. Austin. Who was it named was after Stone Cold Steve Austin? It was not. Um, Tra- Colonel Travis. Travis County is the county that Austin sure. sits in. Wait, was Travis named after Stephanie's dad, Stephanie's husband on Real Housewives of Dallas? Nope. There's a Crockett, Texas. There's a Bowie, Texas. Um, What's honor, you guys? (laughs) I feel like they all had a lot of it, and I was like, I don't relate to those. Listen, those are the last honorable people in Texas. No offense. No offense. No offense. Listen. But you did go. Yeah. They're getting, hey, they're getting bluer. Do you think Texas game bluer. Do you think it's possibility that not this year, not this year, but I think it's possible in the, in the near future. God, all these old I mean, people just need to die. Let's send the coronavirus there. I mean, it's already happening, Meg. Can I just say? I and mean, I, this I mean, is, let's let's point out that Megan's state barely went blue. I know it's not good. Listen, <laughs> New Hampshire, I also New, New Hampshire, Hampshire. I disavow. I disavow. Um, I'd also like to say, um, everybody, yeah, uh, fuck New Hampshire. I would also like to say. Uh, I think if you're over the age of like 80, you shouldn't get to vote. Sure. I'm going to disagree with you. But you're going to die soon. So like your decision. I understand How about 85? Because if you're under 18, (laughs) if you're under 18, you can't vote. That's, I think 16 and older should be able to vote. Also, like where were you guys? Hey, are you a little one? Listening to this? Yeah, are you a little one? Listen, because you wanted to get your sundowners. Um, <laughs> are you still listening, little one? Yeah. Hey, go, go out and vote. If hey, you're guys. too busy watching the fucking sundowners <laughs> to vote, I may God have mercy on your guys, fucking soul. Register, register to vote. 
Um, you can follow us at the Oscar should on Twitter. The Oscar should have gone to on Facebook or Instagram. If you like this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us get more listeners. Uh, we all, by the way, we never said this for sure, but the apartment across the board, even with the other movies. Oh yeah. About. yeah. The apartment. Across yeah. The board. Um, I think, I think psycho's like right there for me, but the apartment me too. would be oh, my God. choice. If that had been an option. Yeah. yeah. It's close. Um, and, uh, the next episode, uh, we'll be recording in a few weeks will be 1964 a much better year for film so <laughs> those nominees are beckett uh, mary poppins um dr strange love zorba the greek and the academy award went to my fair lady damn it oh that's a way better year. why didn't i choose 64 Supercalifragilisticexpialido. Oh no, you were supposed Wait. to keep going. It yeah. was going to be like a medley. Beckett. Oh, <laughs> watch out for Beckett. <laughs> um, so thanks for listening. We will talk to you next time. Mm, bye. 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 bye.